You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. This edition of It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, your partner for global wealth creation. Welcome to It's My Money. It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth. And Brenthurst has been ranked as a leading boutique wealth manager in SA for six consecutive years in the IntelliDex Private Bank and Wealth Manager Awards. With me from Brenthurst is Sonia Duplessis. And Sonia, you had an article published this week on a very well-known website. And the title is, It Might Be Time to Recalibrate Your Retirement Expectations. Was the catalyst for this article the fact that we've been through so much turbulence this year and um, 2021 as well? Hello, Lindsay, and hello to your listeners. Thank you. Uh, Yes, I think definitely, you know, the last 11 months has been brutal for equity markets and for markets overall. And that has definitely sparked the idea of, you know, writing an article like this where clients that is in retirement or going to retirement, which is basically everyone, has to relook at their deck of cards, relook at what their expectations are based on and what their projections on retirement money is, is based on. Okay, that's, uh, that sounds logical. I'm just going to read the first paragraph. It says here, predicting the future might be a fool's errand, you say, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't be planning your financial future, especially in the context of the highly anticipated global recession, which seems to be upon us in a couple of countries, Sonia, I must say, and also how this may affect investment returns in the coming years. And then you go on to say it's useful to look at historical market returns to get an idea of what we can expect. So look backwards in order to look forwards in that way, Sonia. Yes, Lindsay, and I think a lot of people are worried because given the last year and the returns we had from markets in the last year, you you wonder going forward, what expectations can I expect? And when we chat to clients, we always look at at the historic market returns. And if you look at equity markets, um, historically, the S&P on average, the last 20 years is given just below 10% in growth. So 9.8% over the last, that's over 20 years, over 10 years, it's given 12.8% on average and over five years, also 10% per growth. Yeah, that's that's quite impressive, yeah. isn't it? When you when you look yes. at those numbers, you say to yourself, "Okay, uh, I wonder what the next year is going to be like, or the year's data that we're going to get in in January or something." But those figures just scream, "Stay in the market," don't they? Yeah, and I think if we look at the models that we use, and if we do retirement planning for a client going forward, that's usually the figures that we do use. But you have to ask yourself the question going forward: Should I not? downweight that growth percentage to be more realistic. And and that's what we believe we are going into a phase of the market cycle now where we're not necessarily going to get these figures going forward. And if you look at the experts, the other thing that I just want to touch on also, Lindsay, is if you look at the, the JSE, so that's just the our market, the last 10 years we had 1.6% growth on average and less than 1% on average the last five years. So okay, so in this, the, the, the recent history growth. for the JSC has been really, really bad. You say five years, 0.8%, yeah, yeah. 10 years, one6 The last 20 years, okay, 10.4%. But I must ask you, yes. Sonia, is this in rand or dollar terms? 
That would be, yeah, so the one is in, in rand terms and the other one is in dollar terms. So okay. it all depends on, on also on where you live and in which currency you live, if that makes sense. The roughly 10%, yes. sorry to interrupt, but I like your article, it's simple to understand. The roughly 10% compound annual growth for 20 years has long been a fair assumption to use for your long-term projections when putting your retirement plan together. Are you suggesting now, and as I scroll down with the article, are you suggesting now that perhaps we can't expect these sort of returns once we get this year's data and also maybe into 2023 when there's a projected recession? Yes, yeah, exactly. So going forward, if you ask the experts, and we checked in with BlackRock and with Morningstar Investment Management, the economists, they project going forward from the, the US market, the expected return is only 7%. That's what BlackRock is expecting. And Morningstar Investment Managers are expecting 5.8%. So a lot less from the historical growth that we got over the last 10 to 20 years. These are nominal figures as well, not taking into it. This, yes. this is before inflation. So, for example, if yeah. this year you'd had um, realised 7.1% as put forward by BlackRock or 5.8% by Morningstar Investment Management, you'd still be losing money because inflation has spiked massively yeah. and unusually. And we're not used to inflation, Sonia. No, no, especially in, in the developed markets. You know, they used to... 2% and below inflation and not definitely not used to having inflation of 7.7% of or higher like we are experiencing experiencing at, at the moment. Um, and we are in, ex, the inflation figures have come down um, yes. and we are most likely in a turning point now where it will go down, but it might be, you know, a little bit more stickier. It might take six to eight or 12 months for inflation to to get back to to two percent again or you know they still got to they still they still has to happen a lot for inflation to go back to two percent so we're not expecting to, inflation to go back to two percent overnight it will be a process and and that that fact is putting a lot of pressure on markets and the projected growth rates for markets and um, but not to to veer off too much from the point, um, you know, the, the, the whole point of the article is for retirement planning and, and for clients going into retirement that they have to look at things realistically and they have to have a realistic expectation of markets with regards to their, their retirement funds. It's time now to, as you say, in your opening title, recalibrate. But on the other hand, I, the, the, what you've and your colleagues have always told me over the years is don't drastically cut just because of one uh, one small blip on on a graph, just a little tweak here and there. Uh, because if you start fiddling too much with investments you've had for a long time, very very difficult to get yeah. back into them and establish a new momentum. Am I on the right track? Yeah, no, definitely. It all has to do with time in the market and your appetite towards risk. So if you have a twenty year time frame for yes. example if you're 40 now and you're only planning to retire in your 60s or you know later in 60s then you can bring in as much equity as possible equity exposure as possible into your portfolio and that will 
equity is the growth engine at the end of the day of the portfolio. But that growth engine is not necessarily going to give you the same returns what it did, you know, what it gave in the last 10 years. Um, so one just has to like wrap your head around that and have a realistic expectation of markets. Yeah, you have to have that conversation. The other thing is you also have to have a diversified approach. We didn't even touch on that. And, and it's something that, that we have discussed so much on your program before. But you might have a swing in the markets in a year or a couple of months' time where growth might come more for your from your emerging markets, um, you know, your BRICS, where it historically came more from your, from your developed markets. So it's very, very important now to have a diversified approach and not overexposure to one specific country or one specific economy. It has to be properly diversified between your developed markets, your emerging markets, different sectors, um, and that's where financial planner would, would come into play. Um, that's where they would help you decide where pockets of value are because there will always be pockets of value in the markets that will help you decide where that is and, and correctly align your, your monies for the period going forward. Well, let's say, for example, that a client has a 60, 60% exposure to the equity market. What you're saying is maybe maintain that 60% exposure, but just shift a little bit from the uh, developed world to the emerging market world, for example. Yes, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, you know, keep your equity exposure, but look at where there are pockets of value in the equity market. And that you have to do with the financial advisor. And um, very important to do that because often I find in, in my practice that you get people that, you know, go on retirement at 65 and really never ever looked at their retirement values. They they just left it and they left it up to the whoever, the fund manager or the, the investment house to manage the funds. And you could have, he could have, or she could have done so much better if it was correctly aligned during the, you know, the the, the time frame of the investment. Um, and I'm not saying make changes every month. You know, it's maybe one or two tweaks a year or one or two tweaks every two years can yes. have a big, big difference at the end of the day. Okay. Now, just tell me how it works, uh, Sonia, because this is, this is interesting, the way that you at Brentus, uh, you're head of Brentus Wealth Stellenbosch. If you haven't heard from somebody for six months, for example, and the markets are all over the place, do you have a list and you say, right, I haven't spoken to Lindsay Williams now for six months. I'm going to give him a call and make sure that everything's okay and tell him about the markets and maybe um, ask for a meeting so I can initiate some changes. Do you do that? Is that the way you work or do you wait for people to phone you? We are in constant contact with clients. Um, you know, we do regular newsletters that sums up our view of the market. And then if there's a big change in, in for example, our strategy, like for example, if we're going to go out of listed property or a big move, then we'll, we will be in contact with those clients that have exposure to, to those asset classes. So very important to not just become a number and you do need a personal relationship with your financial advisor. I mean, money is so, you work your whole life to build up this pot of money and you need a relationship with your financial advisor and make sure that you are comfortable with that financial advisor and are also comfortable that that financial advisor has your best interest at heart.
Very good. Great advice, Sonia. Thank you so much. That's Sonia Duplessis, who's head of Brenthurst Wealth Stellenbosch. And that was It's My Money. It's My Money was brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, an award-winning boutique wealth management company. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.